Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Ann Ardeen Teresa Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Thursday evening. It's a blustery Thursday evening in Vancouver, BC. That's British Columbia. Um, <laughs> we're just a few weeks away from Halloween. It's uh, We're getting close to our spooktacular. You're doing a radio DJ lady right now. <laughs> I know. I like kind I of love it, but I'm also like, what's happening? I know. I know. I was putting on a show for you. Um, Jessica, it's nice to see you. Hi. Yes. Hi. It's nice to see you too. You look very autumnal. I know our listeners can't see you, but I like your shirt. Oh, thanks. It's um, Marimekko from... My dress is also Marimekko from Uniqlo. Yeah, Uniqlo girls. Uniqlo. We're Uniqlo Uniqlos. We're unique losers. We're new, new, unique, new, 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 unique, new, 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 We have a really great returning guest. Uh, she's a friend of ours. She is an, um, she's really an incredible stand up comedian. She's a terrific writer. Uh, I've get to work with her once in a while on Corner Gas Animated. She's so funny. She's so talented. Welcome back, Erica Sigurdsson. Hello, guys. Hi, Hi, buddy. How are you doing? Oh, you know, pandemics. Pandemics. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Oh, hanging in there. Yeah. Doing my, doing my best. So you're moving again. You the last time you when was the last time you moved? Last time I moved was late July, early August of 2019. Holy shit. So it, 2019. So it's just been year. over a year. It's just been over a year. Holy shit. And I thought, you know what? I want to revisit the worst <laughs> experience ever. Boxes. <laughs> Let's do it during a pandemic and see how that makes it better. So many people are doing it. Yeah. What do you think it is? Is it because there's, there's more options right now or they need to downsize? Yes, there's more options and rents are dropping. Like even my apartment that I live in, the landlord has dropped the rent to the new tenants by a hundred bucks a month. Holy wow. shit. Um, I know. I was like, I should have reached out. But <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, we're getting that going. How about we just get me to stay? Yeah. So, yeah, like we're so we're moving to a two bedroom because I'm working from home a lot. And I've got, now I've got ring lights and laptop ringworm. stands. Ringworm. <laughs> I've, I've got ringworm. Ironically, um, it came so with the ring light. Getting an antifungal cream. We're just moving. We're just moving. <laughs> See if it's better in the new spot. Yeah. It needs more light, so we're moving closer to the beach. Um, but we found a two bedroom that's actually not crazy expensive. So that's great. Yeah, I hope it is. I you know, like when you see an apartment and then you kind of have to make the decision and then we set everything in motion and I just have this panic. Like I'm like did I even like it? Like, I don't, what? Totally. Like, like, oh no. Like, I know there's a dishwasher, which I have never had in an apartment mm. before. And Congratulations. I Congratulations. I'm so excited. Like, every time I do the dishes now, I'm like, your days are numbered, my friends. Your I'm hands not, are going to be so smooth oh, and silky. So nice. I don't care if I have to run it 24-7. I will <laughs> not wash another dish. Wow. Yeah. But I, like, the kitchen, anyways, it's just... It's two bedrooms, and I'm very excited about that extra bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, of course. Like, everybody would benefit from a bit more space. And so many of us are working from home now. Like, I have a little kind of nook in my living room where my desk is. Mm -hmm. And at first, I was working at my kitchen table for the first, like, three, four, five months of this shit. 
And I every morning I'd wake up and just look at my table and be like, fuck me. Yeah. And then now that I have this little nook set up, because I kind of rejig things, I have a lot more like happiness in my home because I'm not looking at my work all the time. Mm, that makes sense. Uh, but I'm also, I always check Craigslist and dog-friendly apartments have not dropped in price yet. <gasps> But did you hear today they just announced that Vancouver City Council has voted to say you can't say no dogs anymore? No. What? Yes. I just I signed it. the thing. I signed the thing. Yeah. The SPCA I thing. signed it, but I didn't know that anything happened with it. I was yes, kind of preoccupied so. with work. That's great. What does it entail? Like, can well, I get a dog? I Yeah. Like, I don't know how they enact it. Like... The building I live in currently is um, a lot of private owners, and so it's a whole strata situation. So I'm guessing that these kind of buildings, they couldn't reverse it on. But the apartment I'm moving to is an all-rentals apartment building, and so they allow cats, but no dogs. But now with this new thing, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think dogs, like, kids make more mess than dogs do. Yeah. I've, like, never really... Even some of the, like, I had a neighbor who wasn't, like, a great neighbor, but he took excellent care of his dog. And I've so rarely had any bad experiences with people's pets. And, of course, like, the building I live in, everybody's animals are great. But I do feel like we're kind of taken advantage of a little bit because it's dog-friendly. A lot of repairs aren't being done. and Oh, yeah, they know. know they know you're kind of, like, oh, yeah. your options are limited. You're trapped mm-hmm. there. My dad's in a dog-friendly building, and he has quite a little side business of dog walking going. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's so cute because he'll send videos and like, and everybody in the building, and it's great for them because he like, you know, even if people are going to be late or whatever, they're they're like, oh, can you go let my dog out? And so. I won't say what building he lives in, but like the building managers love him and they have like fobs that you can only go to the floor you live on, but they gave him like a management fob so he oh. can go to any floor to get people's dogs. Wow. Like, yeah. So he's what real a great service. Yeah. He's real king of Kensington around his building. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I hope that if now I know that you've been thinking about getting a dog for a few years, but timing is so important and being a comedian makes it harder. So it might be in the future. I've already, yeah, I really, really, this pandemic has really made me want a dog so badly. There's so many people that got dogs during this time. And so I've sort of seen them grow up a little bit over the past six months or so. And it's so funny. I saw a couple yesterday with, I'm sure they had no idea what they were getting themselves into, but it was some sort of doodle mix. That is not not finished growing and is already like sixty pounds oh, of just like feathers and fur and um, the the man was crossing the street and the dog was behaving but then noticed that the girlfriend was there and just jumped as high as the girlfriend in the middle of the crosswalk <laughs> just like I didn't know you were here <laughs> I am I am here too let's wow. play Amazing. yeah I'm a big uh, fan of pets but. I can't believe how, like, I'm really excited, guys. Thanks for telling me that. I had no idea. Yeah, I've I signed figured, things in the past, and it never... Yeah, I figured I was like, well, I might as well sign it, because I support this. But then I was like, and off it goes into the ether to never yeah. accomplish anything. Yeah, I think, though, like, one of their big points was how much, like, having companionship. Like, especially, like, if you're a senior or, you know, yeah. like, having... 
a like little stranding a senior inside by themselves and it's yeah. been like that's the rules it's like okay well you're sort of like condemning someone to a lonely life <laughs> yeah it also means that like only people that own their homes so only like upper middle class people can have pets and it's just very classist when like everyone benefits from having a pet especially society like it takes so many pets out of the system yeah mm-hmm. and it doesn't put them back in <laughs> no and for us lower class people we just have to prove that we can properly pay for the <laughs> dog taxi services and things like that. So, <laughs> I always like chuckle when I see that dog taxi. Have you seen that company? Like, yeah, so, I did contact them once in in a moment of desperation. <laughs> and it is a good service, but I just I always think like it's such a juxtaposition that we have such a terrible problem with you know. People that don't have homes, and then there's like these fancy dogs <laughs> zipping by in a taxi cab, especially for them. And I did, and I'm like, what is wrong with us? Like, there's people sleeping out. Yeah, a lot. There's yeah. a lot, a lot wrong with us. I know. And you're, I think, kind of when you're like, kind of in the middle, like you're like, I, I'm on either end of the, this equation, <laughs> and it's just like watching it. You're like, oh god, yeah. Um, it's weird, like, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of weird stuff around owning pets. And I, this is really exciting. And this, like, I could cry if I had any tears left of joy for uh, the potential this has. And I really hope that landlords here need to be taken to task. And they, they're really just some of the shittiest people I've ever met. I mean, my last landlord was great. If you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> Um, was he's truly great, but he's a friend and like a good person. But even here, like these guys, like have everything possible to make this like a really great experience, and they don't have to because it's here. So I, I don't know. That's a step in the right direction. I like it. Yeah, me too. And I think you know it's funny because my last this landlord I rent off now, who's a it's a private owner, and she's great. Like the fridge broke. I've been listening to your fridge saga, Jessie. <laughs> so like. Our fridge broke and she replaced it right away and kind of let me pick out which one I wanted. She didn't give you a tiny Amazing. fridge? She didn't give me a tiny fridge and she didn't make me live with the broken, broken fridge, fridge as a constant reminder as, of your failure as a fridge owner. Personally, yeah. that's what I took out. It's like, learn your lesson, Jessica. Yeah. Take care of this old appliance. But um, And then my landlord before that, of course, we had we were paying ridiculously low rent for the apartment that we have so it's been really great and even this building we're moving into the woman um so I'm a real nerd like I do up a whole little resume when I go if it's an apartment it's got our picture a little bit about us it's got like I do my credit rating and our notice of assessments with all the obviously like numbers blocked out you're keener that's perfect I know the woman looked at it and she was like she's I loved her like attitude right away like she was just kind of like did you do this and I was like (laughs) like I'm standing with Jay Jay's like yeah that's her but like we like we got the apartment right away and she's like uh I even tried to get you lower rent because I told them that like you know, she's like, I really like you guys and that having good tenants, if you lower the rent and rents are going down and the rent was already very reasonable for a two bedroom. And I was like, oh, this is like pretty cool. So we're renting it. We go in on the 15th and then we were like, well, we might 
we might be done. Like we might be a few days early. We'll pay for the, and she's like, don't worry about it. It'll be ready on the fifth. If you want to move in, just move Amazing. in. And I was That's like, great. yeah, I was like, Oh, I like you. Is she the landlord or the building manager? She's the building manager. And okay. you can tell she's very much on the side of the tenant. That's great. And like parking is only $35 a month, which is, Whoa. I pay I a hundred. <laughs> I know. I, I pay a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> I'll walk like, across the bridge to get to my car. <laughs> so basically you're like getting close to breaking even on rent. Pretty much. Yeah. Plus I'm so excited. If they allow dogs, please let me know. I will move there because Weston is the only place I would, ch- I would move to from here probably. Mm. Oh my gosh, we could be neighbors. Oh and you could have a part-time dog. I could have a part-time dog and a full-time friend. That's right, <laughs> full-time friend. I want to watch this sitcom. Yeah, it me too, actually. great. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, that's uh, so exciting, Erica. Like a two-bedroom place. I just think, oh, I don't know. Jessica knows that how I feel about space. Like I, I kind of benefit from having it and... That's one thing about this current apartment is it's really big yeah, for one person. And I kind of feel like I can relax in it and like I can leave mess in one room and like not have to face it, which became very hilarious last week when I moved an entire kitchen countertop of filthy dishes over to the other countertop. So a Zoom meeting couldn't see how dirty my kitchen was. <laughs> Amazing. I was like, I've nailed this. And then I actually have a clean apartment for the first time in a while. And it feels it so great. great. I have a lot of stuff to hang up. You should come over, Jessica. You have a really good eye. <laughs> I, I need you level. to come over and help me I have with a level plants. Oh, oh, yeah. But this is how it should be. Like, it's so crazy that it's it's like a special thing if you can find an apartment with room. And it's like, I get so angry at these new micro apartments because they're yeah. crazy small. And it's like, that's not a home. You cannot, like, a two-bedroom apartment should not be squished in 650 square feet. Like, that's the same size as my apartment here that's a one-bedroom. And so it's insane, and a lot of them are sitting empty in the West End right now. They're giving, like, free months rent, like, try- and Holy I'm like, shit. I hope these hundreds of condos, micro condos that are going up, sit empty, and you lose a shitload of money. Because shame, shame on you. Shame on you. For- <laughs> well, a lot of them were also Airbnbs, illegal Airbnbs, right? right? And so people made this investment... But Jessica lives in like a fairly small place. It's like perfectly kind of curated. And she has like, well, it's curated. From my point of view, I'm always like, this is like a lovely place. I love visiting it. But um, we kind of get into these, like, I can't see myself moving from this place that I'm in now because it's kind of as good as it's going to get here. Unless this dog friendly thing changes drastically. Yeah. I'm coming up on 10 years living here next month. And it's 417 square feet. And I'm I'm at the point now where I'm like, who was the first person who was like, people don't need a bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Poor people don't need a place to fit a bed. They can exist without one. Yeah. They don't need to separate it. What's the history of a bachelor apartment? Like, obviously, the, the name implies... Like, a, a man who doesn't understand how to decorate. <laughs> I think they were, like... I bet they were originally built for, like, guys who moved to the city to work, like, laborer jobs or, like, long hours. And so you literally were just coming back to your apartment to sleep. 
and then save money and then find a wife and build a house. But yeah, like even why are they building like condos now that have no bedroom? It like, just seems it's like no kidding. That's like, so the, weird. The bare minimum you could do is to be to give someone a place to put a bed <laughs> like in yeah. their house. And I haven't yeah. had that for 10 years. And I'm sort of like, this is kind of evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just dawning on me. I'm a slow learner. It takes a decade. And they tried to downsize your fridge. They were like, you know what? Not only don't you need a bedroom, we don't even think you really need a fridge. You don't need condiments. Here's a tiny one. They're overrated. My fridge now is fine. I've fallen down the uh, research while I do this every podcast. So sorry. (laughs) You're on Wikipedia. Um, the one thing that I wish my fringe had fringe my I wish I had a fringe but my bangs are the one thing I wish my minch had (laughs) (laughs) is a big old cock inside of it it's a big old merkin should we do a round of retail experiences or dreams or nightmares hell yeah 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 Erica do you want to start us off or do you want yeah you've been on yeah all right I because one happened today and I thought it would and as I got in the car and I was like oh my gosh this is so fortuitous (laughs) so um in addition to moving I also have a car I have two cars right now because I anyways it's hard to sell a car during a pandemic so somebody emailed me today they were like I want to buy your car so I was like yes so I was like zooming out to it's parked at my husband's work and I stopped to pick up um at a car wash place like just some of those like armor all wipes to wipe the dashboard down to make it look all shiny so I go in and I grab them and there's a guy behind the computer and then like a guy with a clipboard on the other side of the counter and they start like shut it Alicia pay attention my story is great (laughs) so anyways the guy behind the who's supposed to be ringing me in is like also talking to the guy with the clipboard and he's like Uh, They keep talking and I'm like, come on, I'm in a hurry. And then suddenly the guy goes, the guy behind the counter goes, the guy with the clipboard. He goes, "Uh, yeah, just give me a second. Let me finish with this chick. And then (gasps) the clipboard dude goes, okay. And then I I stop and I go, did you just say, let me finish with this chick? And the guy (laughs) looks up at me and his face goes beet red. And he's like, uh, I don't, uh, did I? And I was like, yes, (laughs) that's exactly what you just said. And then clipboard dude turns around and goes, oh, man. And I was like, yeah, tell Toots to take it on the heel and toe. And then I just like started making fun of him. But it was like it was this moment that as it happened, I was like, I'm like, okay, so I'm in this car place. And then this guy just said, oh, let me help this chick. And I was like, not today, motherfucker. I have been packing all day and dealing with Craigslist. I will not take one more slander. You should have been like, please, it's ma'am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am or nothing to you, sir. Yes. Nothing is a bonkers thing to hear in a professional environment. In 2020? (laughs) Hold on, this bird wants me to... (laughs) Right through some armor all the way. This minge. <laughs> Sorry. It's like the magic word. Uh, uh, that's crazy. Was crazy. 2020. Chick. The future is female. Yeah. <laughs> the future is chicks. <laughs> yeah, bruh. Uh, 
Jessica, do you have a thing? I have a retail dream that happened today. <laughs> nice. It's been a good day for you, too. Uh, it is so dumb. I just bought cinnamon buns for the first time <gasps> in like eight months. From your favorite cinnamon bun place? From Grounds for Coffee. I'll give them a shout out. Um, nice. Good coffee place. Alma and 10th. I've been getting cinnamon buns there since I was like, I don't know, in high school, in elementary school. And I just, it's on a side of the city that I never go to, but I was, I was at the beach today at Jericho beach. And I was like, Jay, if I go there, do you want a cinnamon bun? And he was like, no, I'm fine. And I was like, so if I get a cinnamon bun for myself, you're not going to want any of it. And he's like, okay, yeah, get me a cinnamon bun. <laughs> so they were still warm in the containers. Oh. I was carrying them and like the oh. smell is so mm. good. Do you get icing or no icing? I always forget. Oh, hell yeah, icing. I'm an icing girl. How about you, actually, Erica? I'm an, sorry, I'm an icing chick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm an icing bird. I'm an icing man. Um, <laughs> I would do ice. I mean, because I'm diabetic, it's not, <laughs> it's not the greatest choice for me. But if I do, like if I find if I do decide to go down a dessert, like, it's like, well, I'm like, well, buckle up, we're doing it. So yeah. I would, you know, like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do full icing. For yeah, and you'll sure. compensate for it later. I'll just pump myself full of insulin and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> You're like the insulin artist. A little bit. I'm the insulin whisperer. Yeah, you got, you figured some shit out. Um, I love it, Jessica. I love the ret- the small little bits of normalcy that we get sometimes. Yeah. And uh, when you just realize like, oh, I haven't had this thing that I love. That's my favorite thing for so long. Like it's this is probably the longest it's ever gone that I didn't have a cinnamon bun. I have a plan that I want to go to South Granville Street soon and then I want to buy you the cookies I used to buy you. Oh, yeah. They don't like have them there, I guess, because I checked uh, these for the listener (laughs) um, and for Erica. It's like a a ginger cookie sandwich with icing and like pecans inside. Uh, And they're like big. They're like if you just were to have one of the cookies, it's still kind of like a big treat. But they... I was there and they're like, yeah, we don't make them all the time now, I guess, because like people aren't buying as much and demand has gone down. But I was like, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just go back to my 417 square foot apartment. It's not even 420 (laughs) square foot. Like they could have given me those three extra square feet to make it a funny number. But no. Fuck them. Um, I have a combination I have a retail dream and a retail nightmare. Ooh la la. What should I start with? Mm, nightmare. Dream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> start in the middle and then go back. And work myself, work like, like, like my backstroke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Start at the um, end. I'll start with the negative thing first. Okay. So my favorite sushi restaurant in my neighborhood, my second favorite sushi restaurant, that's how spoiled we are in the city for affordable and fresh sushi burnt to the ground this morning. Oh. Yeah, it's, um, I woke up at 3. I'm a little bit punchy because I've only had like, well, I go to bed at 10, so technically I had <laughs> six hours of sleep or something. <laughs> Five hours. So that's actually not that bad. But um, I woke up and there was a lot of lights and a lot of sirens, but I didn't know what it was because I always sleep with an air purifier on to, to you know create white noise and cleaner air. And then around six, I realized that there was a big fire and 
um, a strip of like it, like local and beloved businesses uh, are no longer with us, but no one was injured, which is fine. Uh, but it definitely just felt like it feels so sad because these businesses, like su- it was called Sushi Tauntaun. I loved it. Uh, Jessica's had sushi from there before when she's that. visited me and it was really good. And they work their asses off all the time to like make it through the past like six months. And I've been pretty faithful in going there at least once every 10 days, probably to grab dinner. And it's also been just such a gift in my life to have like such a great restaurant directly, pretty much directly across the street from my apartment. So I will, I will miss them and I hope that they land on their feet. Um, And then my retail dream was I had to take cabs on Tuesday to take Hank to his physio appointment. And both of the cab drivers were lovely. And one of them was like super lovely and he's an older man, and uh, he asked a few questions about Hank, who was in the backseat of his, and like in the trunk of his car area, which is open and safe for a dog. And Hank is used to sitting like front and center. <laughs> uh, so he's learning his place in the world. But the man was asking me lots of like interesting questions about the upcoming election and what I thought about it. And we had kind of similar political views, and I'm assuming we were, were voting for similar similar parties or in the same area of the world, not the liberals. And, but he was so muffled with his mask, but he had no idea. So he'd ask me a question and then I'd reply. And then he'd go over and talk to me. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't want to appear rude because he was a senior and, you know, he's trying really hard to make conversation and make the drive really pleasant. Uh, So it was a lot of smiling, a lot of nodding. And um, and then I, I caught one word. He's like, I have a dog. Oh, and no. I said, oh, okay. And this is my favorite. Like sometimes a cab driver is just, just telling about a childhood dog that they really cherished or a dog that they really cherished is no longer uh, with us. But this guy's dog, he ha- he owns a farm in Abbotsford and uh, he runs it with his family. Wow. He's like, he's like, my dog looks really scary. I'm like, oh, what kind of dog is he? He's like, no, he's like some kind of a pit bull. <laughs> and so, you know, it very like, very professionally, like even though it's illegal, he he showed me a picture of this dog on the phone. And the dog is like classic, unbelievably scary looking pit bull. <laughs> it's got <laughs> a baby like, in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like he has the cut, like the clipped crazy ears and the huge, huge face. And he's all one color. So I think he is a purebred pit bull uh, and like 90 pounds of just like beef. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, yeah, hug he, it. yeah, he's like, he uh, is really nice to me and my son, uh, but nobody else uh, that <laughs> isn't family. Um, and also, if I pretend to be mad at my son, he tries to kill me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he was exaggerating, but we laughed really hard because I didn't expect, like, usually when someone shows you a picture of their dog that's on the farm, it's like, you know, like a shepherd or some sort of more of a farm dog, <laughs> not like something out of a... A graphic novel. Cujo. <laughs> yeah. Cujo so I really, cab. I really love, I really wish I had started recording the dog stories that cab drivers have told me over the past four years of having Hank. Because yeah. they've been so beautiful. Taxi cab confessions. Yeah. I just love, I love the dog stories. It's the good What kind. if they were cat stories and you could say taxi cab cat fashions. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Hi. I haven't been on stage in a while. <laughs> <laughs> These are my jokes now. Me. Too. We accept them. Um, 
Should we do a demon session? Sure. If you you were a demon what kind of demon would you be i would be a demon of hunting anyone who stomps really loudly in their apartment aka (laughs) my upstairs current neighbors well you're getting out of there that's good i know and now it's i've turned righteous because i've kept like every day i'm like i don't understand what they're doing up there it's constant it's rhythmic it's like they have a drum kit from 9 a.m till 11 p.m so and weird. Jay, and Jay's like, why don't you go up there? And I'm like, because mm. I'll just come across as a bitch. And he's like, yes, that is probably right. So now that we're leaving, I'm going to do it one day. I'm going to go up and ask, just ask them to open their door and show me what they're doing. Because it's crazy. Crazy. So that's the demon I would be. I think anyone, if you live in an apartment, I get the noise. It just happens. But like, come on. But like you don't, you can't walk a little lighter in your apartment. Is that what you think it is? I think tap dancing. I literally, I think he's a. I do think he's like a dancer (laughs) because one day it was like really like I was even like oh yeah, and now like (laughs) I was like "Mm, there's a beat like there's a beat to it, but it's like um like yeah like either it's but it's also so many like. In a one-bedroom apartment, how much can you be moving around? A lot, because I live in a studio, and for the first, like, six months of quarantine, Jay and I would just run around for half an hour in here. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't have anyone beneath us. Like, we don't disturb anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. If I was on the second floor, I would not be doing that. (laughs) For sure. So how would you haunt this person? Like, would you like drip ectoplasm on their feet so they would I, fall down? Uh, yes, if I could do that, I would fill their shoes with either cement or Nerf. Like cement so they can put their feet up, but Nerf would really benefit me. So I'd probably haunt them that way. Like slime? And like Yeah, like just make everything soft. Amazing. Including his penis when he tried <laughs> to get it on with his lover. <laughs> all right, all right. Now which we're I've getting also into it. heard. Which I've also heard. Oh no. So it sounds like there's no soundproofing. Yeah. I don't think so. I know. And the problem yeah. is like I also kind of like so. I do workouts at home. And so one day I went downstairs <laughs> to tell my downstairs neighbor, like, I'm doing this jumping around thing. Please let me know if it bothers you. So (laughs) very considerate of you. Well, because I was like, they're going to wonder what is happening because I'm suddenly jumping all over the place. So then I go downstairs. There's like 
six locks on the door. Like it's like a lot. Like it's like, and I'm like, and a ring thing. And like, I'm like, oh, what is happening here? And then this woman comes to the door that is probably 107 years old. <laughs> and I'm just like, and she can't, like, it's so funny because I'm trying to tell her I'm going to be loud, but she can't even hear what I'm saying to her. And so I'm like, Oh, hi there. I live. A and she's like, what? And I'm just like, you know, when you're immediately like, oh, fuck. Like, this was a bad idea. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. And now yeah. I'm like, I'm miming, jumping around. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and she just kind of was like, pop oh, it. Hey, yeah. You should have been like, uh, I'm a singing telegram. Yeah. <laughs> um, your nephew bought me. <laughs> Here's the Macarena. Here's the YMCA. I just start singing happy birthday. <laughs> and you slowly like shimmy away. Yeah. Yeah. So I never did that again. I was just like, well, I hope she knows what I'm doing up here. Yeah. That's the perfect person to have downstairs. I know, right? Sweet old lady. Alicia, if you were a demon, what kind of demon would you be? I would be the demon that eats all of the icing off of a cake. Oh, Yeah. Like you would have a nice cake. It will only happen to, to people that need penance of some sort. So they have a cake. It's in the fridge. They, they go to bed. They wake up and there's no more icing. And I it's ate a, it. A nude cake. Yeah, it's nude. And I eat, I'll even like take the icing out from between the layers. Oh, wow. Oh, that's deep. You've got like a long tongue that like shoots out and just like... But the only thing I won't eat is a black forest cake. And <gasps> Why? I icing. love those. Because you're like a grown-up chick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think probably now I would like a black forest cake. I think I've told you the story, but every like birthday in my family, you get to decide what cake you want. And my mom's choice was, for a very long time, black forest cake from the deli in Point Claire, where we grew up. And... Uh, it was just too grown up of a cake to really enjoy as a kid because it has like right. liqueur in it and like candied fruit or, you know, some sort of soaked fruit. I'm not exactly sure what is the deal like is with the cherries. cherries. Yeah. 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 And then the chocolate is very light tasting. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> it's too, like, not, it's not a fun cake. Right, yeah. right, right. But you make do because it's sugar and it's your mom's yeah. birthday and she will yell. But the, um, the, yeah. I, I think I should give it another shot now that you've mentioned it. Now it's all things I, <laughs> I like, do like. I'm back in. Now I'm having okay. that for dinner. Yeah. I would I love I, cake for dinner. It might be happening tomorrow night. <laughs> I feel like in Montreal or in Quebec, I feel like they would make it really extreme. Like the liqueur. Because as a kid, like, I don't, I don't remember the, it was cherry in the middle, but they didn't add liqueur to it. My, so. my my French Canadian relatives did, and I was always yeah. like, "Cool, oh. yeah." Like that would have turned me off too as a kid. But I, but also we were really like non-drinking Christians, so maybe we just yeah. had the booze taken like, out, sucked it out with a turkey baster. Yeah, we'd like the <laughs> Christian cake, please. <laughs> you just put oh, a yeah. cake That's in, a, a, in a dehydrator <laughs> overnight, <laughs> rock hard. Have the, the body and blood. Cake. The body and blood. <laughs> delicious yeah so that's the kind of demon that i would be nice mm -hmm. icing demon i will be your sidekick and i'll just awesome. eat all the icing off of all the cinnamon buns oh yeah jessica though like for real for real if i was a demon i would be bulb boy <laughs> 
go on. Oh, so I I just yesterday I like uh, was tending to all my plants and I have this amaryllis bulb. Oh yeah. Was it? Did you give it to me? I've had it yeah, for so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, I couldn't I remember. So. It was years ago, but it's it blooms every year. Sometimes it blooms twice. And so I was, I've never actually properly overwintered it where you're supposed to like take it out of the soil and put it in a, in a paper bag and put it in the dark for eight weeks and then replant it. So I was like, maybe I'll do that and save, save some windowsill space. And so I took it out, but there are all these layers of dead almost like an onion, like all the like dry dead skin on the outside. And I just kept mm. peeling them off and peeling them off and peeling. And it was like so satisfying. But so I'm going to be bulb boy. So my body's just going to be like that. There's going to be layers and layers of like dry, dead, flaky skin that just comes yeah. off in sheets. Disgusting. And, and like you can keep going and it'll never stop. I'm just bulb boy. And I'm, I'm just a creep. <laughs> Yeah, who's <laughs> lurking in in your cupboard in a brown paper bag? That's really fucking scary. Oh <laughs> boy, I'm bubbly. Um, I'm just a boy. boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm flying. I'm flying. Just peel off a little layer. Just peel a little bit. Oh, ow, ow! I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> but so I set a reminder in my phone for eight weeks from now to take the bulb out of out the of bag. the bag and replant it. I and love then, those. And then I'm in excited. a few weeks, it should bloom again. This is good. Has anyone happened to notice that I might be having an allergic reaction to the wine I'm drinking? Oh, no. Your cheeks are very red. Right? Yeah. Like, I just looked in the, and I was like, ooh. It's my first return to red wine in my house in six weeks, and maybe I've developed an allergy. Oh, no. Do you feel okay <sighs> otherwise, though? Yeah. No, it, yeah, I feel fine. It's just like, I, I was just... Took a just a quick look at myself in the. I don't know that your cheeks didn't turn red before. I just don't know that you've ever been looking in a camera while you've been drinking red wine. Oh, there (laughs) no. Do you think this is my first Zoom call in the pandemic where I've been drinking red wine, Alicia Tobin? Come on. No, I guess not. You're such a smart chick. It's fine. You, you know what? Because I am allergic to red food dye, and some wines have red oh, food dye. No, so. no, 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 no. Yeah, they do. American wines and Jackson Triggs, red food dye. Wow. Um, what kind of wine are you drinking now? Should we see if it has it? It's J-Lore, which I, which I quite like, but... Is it J-Lo's it wine? Yeah, J-Lo's <laughs> wine. <laughs> I would drink that. I would break my year and a half of sobriety to drink J-Lo's essence in wine form oh yeah of course just a drip of her sweat in every bottle i'd be into it yeah that (laughs) would be marketable is that weird (laughs) is that weird that i invented this creepy beverage (laughs) i just wanted to see you at the pitch meeting with with j-lo sitting there we all want to drink j-lo's sweat am i right But we also want to get our buzz on. Am I right? So, <laughs> And then I like wring out her hair into each glass and I'm like, <laughs> bottoms up. In my mind, it's just like 12 like old white men in like double breasted suits. Yes. And they're like, you're hired. Here's a you million be, dollars. You'll be in a 517 square foot apartment <laughs> That's before all? you know it. I just get another extra 100 square feet. It's to store my J lore <laughs> wine. Speaking of uh, J, 
Arner, he wanted me to talk about gold <laughs> on the podcast because we just, just looked gold? up how much like bullion gold costs. Oh, um, any any thoughts on gold? <laughs> I'm get, how are we guessing how much it costs for an ounce? Okay, yeah, sure. Let's do that. I'll okay. look it up. I'm because my Jay is a big fan of keeping some non cash note currency. Oh, really? So we do have um, somewhere hidden and buried in a park. What? I'm going to say per ounce gold is $1,612. Okay. I tried to go to the bullion site and I somehow ended up on Vancouver Skateboard Coalition. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm going to guess that it's $2,000 an ounce. Okay, let's okay. see. What are let's we doing? See, I'm looking it up. Get off of the skateboards, boys. Per ounce, it is two thousand five hundred and twenty-five dollars Canadian. Whoa, that's crazy. That was, that's what they buy it at. They sell it at two thousand six hundred and twenty-five dollars. So they like make a hundred bucks. I know somebody who gets like a gold brick for Christmas. Like a bar? Yeah, like a bar. That is worth $12,609. What the fuck? Yeah. Who? We. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Can I Guys, have your address? I wonder what silver is because... It's like $30. It's so yeah. cheap. <laughs> we were uh, lured into buying some silver like over a decade ago. And buy an old pirate? <laughs> buy, a, buy a pirate. Yeah, come and take a look at this silver here in this chest. <laughs> yeah. We, we bought it in like a pouch, which is a weird way to buy currency. <laughs> With a big dollar mm -hmm. sign on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Had a little bit of uh, parrot shit on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we lost so much money on oh, that no. silver. We have to wait to break even. It has to hit $43 an ounce and then we can sell it and break even. So I won't even tell you what we actually bought it at. Oh, no. It was ridiculous. Yikes. Is this Jay's idea? Hey, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. <laughs> but um, for the listener, Jessica and uh, Erica share a husband. <laughs> <laughs> we do. But and they're very different work. people. In the like, Jay's really different in each relationship. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. A, qu a quiet uh, musician in my relationship. And in yours, he's a martial artist. Martial artist. Also artist artist. Nice. Emmy nominated artist. Nice. And uh, not purveyor of silver coins with any sort of authority. <laughs> I know I like I have gold rings from both my grandmothers like that. A, I have like Icelandic boat rowing sized hands for a lady. <laughs> <laughs> not, these rings are not going to fit me ever so like i'm like what do i do with it like i just want to go get it melted down and like yeah like i'm like i'm gonna carry it around and never why do don't you get them it. sized well because they're just gold rings like you know just what plain. am i yeah just plain gold ring you know it was wartime alicia yeah i have um two rings i have three rings but they're all diamond rings and it doesn't feel nice to wear them yeah. It feels very ostentatious and... And like you're always worried you're going to lose them. 
or get like mugged, which is not really a thing, but it just feels like you're like, it's really weird thing to do to wear like a diamond ring. Uh, so they just live in a safety deposit box, but they're also like from a different time, like where, like, I don't know, I'm not a woman that wears diamonds. I don't even wear jewelry very much. Like, yeah, like same. Jay, like Jay got me a really beautiful diamond necklace and it's, it's what I would consider quite expensive, you know, like, and same thing. I'm so. How many silver coins did he have to catch in? <laughs> so many silver coins. Traded in um, a bucket full. <laughs> but like to the I'm, park. Yeah. Like I'm scared to wear it because, you know, you're out one night and you're like, so anyways, like, oh my God, where'd my yeah. go? And I was given one when I graduated university and I've never once worn it and I'm sort of like who can I take this to to melt it into like something that I would wear because a I just like cannot I don't know if there's some secret to wearing a necklace where you don't get your hair tangled up in the clasp nope like because I just can't with long hair if you have it down I can't wear a necklace unless it's underneath a collar but then like you can't even see the necklace. yeah why are you wearing a necklace and then if you forget that you have it on as you take off your shirt you'll break the necklace yeah or it gets like caught in your bra and stabs you yeah i love jewelry and i feel always weird when i wear it like i like watches and i like earrings but everything else is hard like to wear and rings rings especially and i don't know why but they always feel like I feel weird on my body. Well, because you think, you know, you might get in a fight. I got to take these off first. That's true. true. Where do I put them? In my pocket. Turn them around. Maximum damage. A silver coins exchange. I don't want to think that I can pay like market value. Yeah. (laughs) This is a whole underground thing happening with your rings. You got to be ready just at any moment to give somebody a backhander when they give you a low price on silver. Well, thank you both so much for joining me on uh, Bullion Business, (laughs) (laughs) our newest hit segment. funny no not it's not a segment this is a whole new podcast yeah (laughs) delete the first half of this that was all just spitballing towards this two episodes per week i think we could get out of this topic (laughs) well we got to keep up to date with the current rates the exchange rates for (laughs) precious metals (laughs) definitely Uh, affecting my life when people are like oh it's mercury and retrograde i'm like no the price of silver just dropped again (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I watched a movie last night called Silver Bullet, actually. Oh, oh. is it about werewolves? It was. And it was nice. also about Gary Busey. Ooh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> At least once an episode, I have to do my two handed uh, blowjob thing to see off. Yeah. Yeah, it was based on a Stephen King novelette. Oh, what's the difference between a novella and a novelette? I looked it up. A novelette is shorter than a novella. (laughs) Oh, I bet I could write one then. Or maybe it's the other way around. I totally forget. I wrote about it on my blog. Oh, shit. On my horror blog. How old is that movie? Uh, 1985. Yeah, that's old. Yeah, it's 35 years old. Um, But it's set in 1976. So it's like... 
Uh, it looks even better. Everyone's wearing striped t-shirts. Gary Busey, like, he's always looked like Gary Busey. He sure has. Like, even as a baby, do you think? He came <laughs> baby out Busey? like a, a baby Busey? Well, there's Jake Busey, who looks like a smaller Gary Busey, or he did. And Corey Haim is in it. Yeah, he was like 12. Oh, he's such a cute kid. He was Canadian. I didn't know. Yeah, that's right. Is Corey Feldman Canadian mothball? I don't think think so. I think each country gets one Corey. Oh, yeah. One Corey each. No. One Corey to rule them all. That's true. Is Corey Hart Canadian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We What's also he have, doing now? Have Corey Ratch, famous. I don't know, but it came out that like when uh, what's his face uh, said that awful like racist thing. Brian Adams. People are like, we've still got Corey Hart. <laughs> That's true. Everyone's like, don't worry, we've yeah. got this guy. It's the sunglasses <laughs> at night song. Um, is it time for Pebble of the Week? It sure is, buddies. Let's Hot do Erica. it. Diggity dog. <laughs> Okay, I have 17 puppos. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I'm jumping in. Uh, so at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Jay and I escaped to our favorite island, Quadra. Oh, and really? Yes. And we met by surprise this very, very um, awesome dog who just showed up in our yard. Ooh. And then... Whose like, yard? Uh, our yard. <laughs> <laughs> we were staying um, at a family place. And we, this dog just showed up. Jay's parents were there as well. And his son. And this dog just showed up and then like wouldn't leave. Like, like it was our dog now. And being like a small community, I was like, I don't really know what to do here. Like, do you lock the dog out because you're going to bed? Or do you let the dog (laughs) in your house? So. (laughs) I know the answer. (laughs) I let the dog, we let the dog in the house, went right in. And then we had to give it back. It was someone else's dog. But this struck up, this was literally the sweetest dog I've ever met. It was like half Bernice Mountain Dog. (sighs) That's my dog I want to get. Which brings me to puppo number two is there's a Bernice Mountain Dog puppy on my morning walk around the (gasps) seawall. And I see it every morning and it's just getting cuter and cuter and like they're not a... They don't get less cute the older they get. They're not like some dogs that you're like, oh, now you're grown up. You're a gentleman. You're no longer adorable. This dog is <laughs> so cute. I love it. They're just big teddy bears. Oh, my God. I want They're this. so kind of, cool. I know. This is like, and this is the thing is like, it's a real eternal struggle because I don't want to be a person that's like not rescuing a dog, but then I also really want this dog. So I might just have to go and steal it from the owner in Yaletown. Figuring the West End is a better way of life. It's a kind um, of rescuing. Yeah, it is, true. right? <laughs> He's eventually going to snort some cocaine by accident, so you might as well get him out of there. <laughs> do people still do cocaine? Yes, apparently. Oh, sure, yeah. It's apparently... Seems so passe. I know. Um, but my... Big Papo love is the woman who lived next door to the house that we were staying at. She got a baby blue healer because <sighs> she goes jogging in the woods and she wanted a dog that would stay by her side and protect her against like or warn her against predators. So I met this puppy when it was just eight weeks old and it was so tiny and cute and 
got to hang out a bit and it was hilarious because she's like this puppy is like untrainable like wasn't doing anything it was supposed to be doing only eight and I would listen and I could hear like she was trying to teach her how to go through the dog door and she was like she wasn't doing it and and then um so it was just discovered last month that the dog is actually deaf so yeah so she's now got this dog to protect her from predators but the dog is deaf and of course the blue healer breeder said well you can trade her in for a dog that can hear but she's like well no I love her so she's like she wears this little harness that says deaf dog and she's like so cute with this big patch over her eye and I love her so much oh my gosh Um, but also dogs dogs smell predators before they hear them yes so she'll probably still be pretty useful Yes, I think, I think, and she's teaching her sign language. So she's, she posts videos and she's like, she does these things with like sign language and then the dog sits and does, is so cute. Yeah, that's wonderful. So cute. I have to say a blue healer puppy is pretty cute puppy. Mm. Wild. I I will send you a picture and you will probably fall down dead. It's so cute. Please. <laughs> well, it's the way can I want to go. Can you send it right now, please? Yes, I will send it right I now. I can't wait. Oh, um, amazing. Wow. So many good puppos, Erica. Thank you. Uh, Jessica, do you want a puppo? Sure. I met up with my friend Emily today, who I haven't seen in years. Uh, she's Canadian, but she was living in California because she's in the movie and TV biz. But when all of COVID started, she came back to Canada to be close to her family. And so I haven't seen her. Like, we couldn't figure it out. Maybe like three or four years I haven't seen her. Wow. And since then, she's had a child. So I got to meet her little (gasps) girl who has just turned two last month. Um, And so we we met at the beach today. And it felt so weird to see someone you haven't seen in that long and not be able to hug them. Like, it just felt like we were being like standoffish and rude to each other (laughs) um but it was fun we spent like three hours at the beach and i gave her daughter a little apron and she was like really into it and she was just like kept trying to put it on and was like doing weird like weird tying herself in knots with it and then she would just hold it close to her and like march around us in a circle and i was like okay i think she likes this apron that's good (laughs) uh so they're my papos and great papos i hope they don't have to go back to america because it's mm, melting. It's, it's nicer here <laughs> right now. I'm melting. Yeah. I'm America. That's, a, that's my thing. That's my art for today. Bellissima. Alicia, who's your papo? My papo is Hank. Um, he Sorry, is so, who's Hank? Who's Hank again? <laughs> he's my papo. He's my dog. Um, we... After work today, I had to pick something up at the post office, and he's allowed in the post office, but he's rarely well-behaved. So got in there, and he was actually really well-behaved. Like, he sat down, and he looked at me, and he didn't jump on anyone. He did almost steal a greeting card. Um, (laughs) But he wanted to send it to you. Yeah, he was like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's, you know, he's growing up. He just turned four on the 13th. So, you know. Yeah, stuff's happening for him. 
But on the way home, he started limping, and I didn't notice. I don't know how many like streets I walked with him where his back leg was bugging him. And sometimes just with dogs, things get in, in between their paws, and you can just kind of clear Oof. it out, and then they're fine. So I put down his poop bag, and then I cleaned out his, cleared out his paw. I couldn't find anything, and he seemed to feel better after I did it. Um, but Hank also just really likes being <laughs> like paid attention to. Um, and then I turned around, and I'm just so tired. I've been up since 3 a.m., and I'm not great at that. And as I turn around, head home, and step immediately on the bag of dog shit. (gasps) Oh, no. And I'm wearing these new um, fancy running shoes I got last week. And uh, the bag just, like, explodes dog shit all over the sidewalk. And I, I, like, and and I'm so confused. I'm like, who left a bag of dog (laughs) shit here? Like, I had just left it there, like, 15 seconds before. But I'm so tired. And so I had another dog bag. So I was able to clean it up. And get the poop off of my own shoe. Oh no! And it's just like no. such a such a funny day that way. And then I got home and Hank's li- he's still limping. Like don't know what's wrong with him. He's just got that. He and I like currently have the same sore paw. And I'm starting to wonder like what is it about the two of us? I don't know. Anyways, Hank's my papa. I love him the most. Great papa. Great. Yeah, he's great such a papa. good boy. He's such a good boy in the post office, and they don't even care. They always let him in, but. Still, it's nice that there's been some progress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the one place I can take him. Erica, this is the other yeah. podcast. If people want to look you up online, if they want to listen to some other stuff you've been up to, uh, if they want to, what do they do? How do they find you? If they want to um, I mean, pay you, you money. You can go to my website, <laughs> which hasn't, it's just got a whole bunch of old dates on it. So you could, if you just want to go look at me, go ahead. <laughs> just look at my website and remember the good old days. Remember when I was happy. Um, oh no, like Twitter and Instagram are my two. I'm like, I deactivated Facebook and then I had to reactivate it because I'm selling my car. So it's on Marketplace, but I want to get off it because I hate it and it's toxic. So Instagram and Twitter are where you can find me. Erica Comic on Instagram and Erica underscore Sigurdsson on twitter that's nice. where i am yeah nice awesome. alicia if people want to buy your book please do um so you're a little sad so what is available at most bookstores and at libraries and you can also ask your library if they want to carry it um i make money from that too somehow i just haven't filled out the forms um yeah and if you want to buy a tote bag from us how does someone do that, Jessica? <laughs> Retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Let me mail you something. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, if you want to have a suggestion for a horror movie to watch, you can check oh, yeah. out my horror blog, which I update with a new movie that I watch every day in October. There's a lot of good ones I've watched this year. I don't know, like, because I have more time to like actually focus on what I'm choosing. I feel like I'm only watching good ones. And I'm like, this never happens. It's so weird. Uh, Sexual intimidation demon dot Tumblr dot com. If I was a demon, I would be a sexual intimidation demon. Do I know what that means? No, I don't. (laughs) I just chose it over 10 years ago. So you're welcome. (laughs) Um, I watched a scary movie called The Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. I saw you writing about him farting or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't happen in the movie, but theoretically, The Invisible Man is in locked rooms for several hours 
like stalking the main character. So what's <gasps> going on there? There's no mention that his suit is oh. has a toilet in it. Peeing in plant pots. Mm. Yeah, like you'd hear that. You'd smell that. Mm, but maybe if you're doing it already yourself. That's the oh, thing. True. I wish yeah. they would just show that more in movies and TV to be like, when was the last time this person peed? Let me see it. How full was the toilet? <laughs> yeah, I want to see like every time a woman and a man have sex, the woman rush off and pee immediately afterwards. How many squares yeah. of toilet paper did you use? How wonky was your pee? Uh, <laughs> also, if anyone has any money that they aren't already oh. giving to us that they want to give to a good cause, the Bunny Cafe, where I am, will be the future manager, is now doing a GoFundMe campaign because isn't that just the world that we live in? Uh, it is sadly. How do they? F- how do people find the GoFundMe for the Bunny Cafe? It's GoFundMe.com/slash/BunnyCafe. Absolutely no pressure. We're trying to raise some money so we can open it before the end of the year. It was supposed to open by Easter this year. Obviously, we've had quite a few setbacks because of <laughs> the world. But that would be nice if it could open sometime this year. Because if not, I'm just the manager of a place that doesn't open. And I have been that for a year. <laughs> and it's weird and surreal. But also absolutely no pressure. The bunny cafe is going to bring people so much happiness and rescue so many bunnies. Yeah, I'm going to start volunteering at Rabbitats every week. Oh, cool. Out in Richmond so I can get some like hands-on bunny time. Because uh, I have friends who have rabbits and I sort of like anticipated that I would spend more time with them before the bunny cafe opened. And then I was like, I have not been into anyone's home <laughs> for eight months. But yeah, no pressure whatsoever. No pressure. No pressure. Well, Erica, it is it has truly been a joy to spend this hour and a bit with you. Thank um, you. My cheeks, I miss you. My cheeks are burning. I miss you too. It's so nice to hang out. Um, if there's anything I can do with a mask that will help you move, let me know. Um, and please come back as soon as you want to. I will. I'll get really settled in my, my new two-bedroom and then... Uh, Really let you know how many novels I've written since I have an office space. Yeah, nice. yeah. you keep me updated on that. <laughs> you can just write novelettes. Don't worry. Yeah, it started with the smallest of the novels, mini the novelettes, novel. then a novella, yeah. micro novel. Oh, it's just mm. a word, <laughs> one word, and then some publishing information. That's what I can read these days. I can yeah. have that done by tomorrow. Perfect. You're hired. Thanks. <laughs> Everyone who listens to the podcast, we love you. And we know uh, it's a shitstorm every day. Uh, on top of just the personal things going on in our own lives, uh, the professional things we're facing, but the world at large. So hang in there. Um, be good to each other. We love you all. We love you all. all of Bye. You. Bye. 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 <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm.